Well, welcome to Working Together-ish. I am Quentin Rockwell, and with me, as always, is the lovely and talented Kat Rockwell. Hello. Welcome to the podcast for couples who work together. I'm not sure what I'm doing with my hand. And uh, this, you may sit. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, today's episode is The Holidays. I'm Kat Rockwell. And I'm Quentin Rockwell. We're married. And we work together. Well, kind of. This is Working Together-ish. Well, well, what's your favorite holiday? Oh, hands down, Thanksgiving. Really? Hands down. I absolutely love Thanksgiving. I think it has more to do with the, like, the change in the weather and just the the hanging out with family and the food and the cooking and that's it yeah thanksgiving i love it what's your favorite holiday i know but what's your favorite holiday well then what is it it's halloween exactly you absolutely love halloween love halloween i love scary movies um i love the the dressing up in the costumes and the scary stuff i love it I'm going to take my watch off. I keep knocking it around. Can you say the name of that holiday again? Halloween? Yeah, that's weird. I say Halloween. Oh, okay. Why do you say? I don't know, because I'm from Southeast Texas, and it's an A, so you say Halloween. That's right, mother. And you say Halloween. That's right. That'd be an interesting poll to see who says what. Like, what do you say? Do you say, do people out there in the real world, do they say Halloween or Halloween? Halloween. 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 Well, I don't know, Mother. This is just... A, she oh hates God. it when I call her Mother. I, I don't know why, but you're a mother. Anyway, okay. So, yes, Halloween or Halloween, whatever you want to call it, that's my favorite. Mm-hmm. And I love it. And I'm trying to introduce my, my kids into horror movies and stuff. But I, th- I think the youngest one, who's too young to get into it, I think she's... Yeah. Um... I, I think she'll kind of gravitate towards it anyway. I kind of see that in her. Mm-hmm. Um, the oldest, uh, she's, I mean, she's like 12 and she does not want to see some of these movies that aren't really that scary, mm-hmm. but they just, she just, uh, I don't know. She has this, this idea and I'm starting to get her into some stuff, but she has this idea that, oh, it's just too scary. I can't deal with it. It's, it's going to give me nightmares. I'm like, well, you we haven't even watched right. it to even know if it gives you nightmares. Right, right. So anyway, all right. Sorry. But this I, I will note, this is also the parenting equivalent of like when when they're infants and one parent is throwing them up in the air really high and the other parent's just like, hey, how about we not do that? Like getting them to watch horror movies ironic, is the same thing. The first child, I would throw her up in the air and she uh, she was just kind of like kind whatever. Of, yeah, like cool. That's it's good. But then the youngest one, I would try to throw her up in the air and she like grabbed my head. <laughs> And she was like, no. She, she would refuse to go up. Yeah. yeah she does not do. Yeah. But just, but no. but now watching horror movies, you're just like, no, nah, it's good. And and I'm the parent who's just like, can we not? Just can no, we not? It's, it's a PG-13 movie and she's 12 and that's just too much. I'm like, it's a PG-13 horror movie. It's not that scary. It's not that scary. Moving on. Okay. Anyway, so I guess, yeah, I guess we were wanting to talk more about like the holidays, like the Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. uh, Christmas holiday, winter holiday type season. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I guess 
Yeah. So, well, and the reason we even brought this up, aside from the fact that we're headed into the holidays, is because, first of all, if you are working together in the same line of business, it's extremely difficult to turn it off sometimes when you own your own business. It sometimes it's hard to turn it off for an entire week or day or whatever, if you need to, to do the family, to do everything you need to do. At the same time, the issues that arise are dealing with extended family, especially, I guess, if you're newly married or you're in a new relationship, Mm, adjusting to doing things differently than what you're used to. Sometimes it's harder. Yeah, well, I mean, I was just, I was going to backtrack a little bit because, like, you you said, um, just if you're in the same line of business, I don't think it necessarily matters. Mm -hmm. Because, like, me, I was working on my own independently god since 20 something years ago yeah and it always bothered me the holidays i hated the holidays just because it's like people would be gone mm-hmm. and i couldn't get stuff done whatever it was i needed to get done i had to stop and it was just like it was before we had kids right so we didn't have any anything that we needed to for kids sake and family and all that stuff it was it was just i can't do what it is I've got to do. Right. And it would drive me nuts. But you were working for another company Mm -hmm. and they were working your butt off up until like Christmas Day. And they would have worked you on Christmas Day if they could. If they could have, yeah. Um had had they wanted to open, they would have done it. And so for you I can kind of see that from you. You were like, please peace out. So just a side note, a little public service announcement. Be kind to your restaurant employees and wait staff oh, and yeah. uh, delivery drivers and to-go servers and everyone who is uh, working really hard these days and especially more so around the holidays. Because yeah. uh, also keep in mind, since so many restaurants are still uh, on 2020, are still under like some restrictions, right. they're not able to have the, the amount of business or a, a lot of them are. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's still quite a few that have gone on and been able to function, um, but there's a lot of them that their business has, has kind of closed up. And then don't be a jerk. There I mean, seriously, I mean, just th- don't be a jerk. Be nice to people. Be kind to people. Um, because, I mean, I, I mean I've, I've done that job, that service industry job before. And it's like, you know, you have people that are really cool, yeah. really nice, really thankful. Yeah. Um, then you have some people that are jerks. So. Well, we've talked about this too before. How that should be like mandatory, a mandatory in order to become adult. You just have to have Bef- and before you can vote, before you're going to you spend vote. two years in the service industry. Well, I maybe would, not you know. two years, but some no. time in the service industry dealing with the public. You got to do at least a year. You got to get like I'd say two years because you got two years of holiday season. Because then you got actually that's quite true. It's yes. two years of dealing with all sorts of people, and then you are, you're working on Sundays, so you got to deal with some of the church crowd, and because some of the church crowd isn't too nice, and they should be. Oh, I think that's just humans in general. Well, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's just humans in general. It is. So, but yeah, okay. Anyway. Well, if you are new to the show, uh, the first segment we get to is called Three Questions, where Quentin and I have written down three super secret questions that the other person has no idea about. Until the time of the podcast, when we reveal the super secret questions. I, um, 
I, I didn't get three questions. I'm sorry. You didn't get three questions? You didn't write down three questions? I, all I could do was one question. You had one job, and that's to I do know, three I could, questions. I couldn't do my job. I'm sorry. But, I mean, I'll go first. I'd like to go first because sure. I have the one question. I think that allow- I'm going to ask myself two questions then. <laughs> go ahead, please. No, go you, for it. You can go ahead and ask yourself two questions and no, pretend it's for totally me. That totally ruins the fight. That's like, hey, what? here's... Go buy your own Christmas gift. I'm cool. Just with go that. buy it yourself. Have fun. Here's some money. Have some fun. I'm like, Psh, I bet actually, I, I would probably like that. Uh, I would be down. Give me cash. No, give me your one. Give me your one, one question. question. Okay, and it's and it's not hard. And it's anyway. that's what she said. <laughs> Sorry. What's been the greatest transition about holidays that you have had with holidays with me? What's been the greatest transition? transition can you explain what you versus mean? holidays by yourself or your family oh. and then transition as in holidays with me and my family oh that's sort of <laughs> tough um i would just say the introduction of our own kids like i know that's not directly related to you but i think just getting to have our own kids and getting to do our own things with our kids well, okay, even pre-kids, no kids, take kids out. What was the biggest transition that you had before kids? Okay, good transition or bad transition? Transition, good oh. or bad, good and bad. Oh, I think it was just really getting used to other people's cooking. Like when you get, hmm. when you inherit another family, when mm-hmm. you get married, you're not just getting used to doing a holiday with other people and not, you know, not your own family that you've grown up used to. You're also getting used to their cooking. And I think that's a sort of a hard transition. That was hard for you? For me, yeah. Because, like, dressing specifically. Like, that is something. And it's not just your family specifically. It it would be, you know, if I were to go to... A potluck well, or we're something. we're not talking about a potluck. We're talking I understand. specific. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that it's not just your family. I don't remember my mom doing dressing besides yeah, no, besides I, the, the stuff you mix up from the store and exactly, the packet. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I can't do that. Like, our, our family has a long history of one recipe of dressing. And so getting used to, like, I don't like I don't to eat see. other, like, the, the box dressing like i just can't i just can't it's hard I'd... deviled eggs is another thing that i can she would do deviled eggs yeah but i can't eat it i can't eat somebody else's recipe of deviled eggs it has to be the single recipe that's the only kind i like like no other type of deviled you eggs exists picky. it's not picky it's just it, it's, it can't it's be what, other than this one i'm not picky but it just can't be made in this other <laughs> other way it has to be the way i, I mean I'm, I'm just if that was if that was all I had to eat, I would eat it. But typically at like a Thanksgiving meal, you have options. And so I would choose not to eat that if it was not a specific recipe. And see, and this is the funny thing. I'm not picky. I don't care. There's so much stuff. Okay, well, all right, I'm I'm picky. So I'll I won't eat your your well, I guess does your mom make that? that recipe now because it came from your dad's mom yeah with the dressing yeah the yeah dressing. does your mom make it as well yeah my mom makes it okay yeah i don't care i don't i don't to- i don't mm-hmm. notice a difference it's a little lumpier yeah 
I mean, it, it honestly, it is as lumpier than the stovetop. I think your pickiness comes into like the types of food you won't eat. Okay. Like if it's dressing, whatever, you'll eat dressing, but like you're not going to eat green bean casserole. I will. Really? Yeah, I have. I, I would. I mean, it's not, not, yeah. not my preferred thing, but I would eat it. Sweet potatoes? I don't like sweet potatoes. No? Yeah. Okay. Uh, what else? Uh, yam, sweet potatoes, whatever you want to call them. I just, I'm. In order for it to be a yam, it has to come from a certain region of the Caribbean. I believe most of them come from Jamaica. Same Otherwise, thing. Otherwise, it's a, just a sweet potato. Okay, then I, still, I don't okay. like it. Um, I mean. The carrot salad with raisins in it. Yeah, I don't. I I, I, I never understood I, that. I, I mean, I would if I had to, but I'm probably not going to put that on my mm-hmm. plate. I mean, I'm when I say probably not, I'm pretty much not going to put that on my plate. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's like I would eat it if survival depended. Sure. Um, I'd eat most things that survival would depend on. But if I have a choice, I'm not. I I want to know who is a fan of carrot and raisin salad. That would I I don't. Like what I, kind I know, of I know people that are aren't like necessarily fans, uh-huh. but they'll eat it. And they're they're they'll eat it before I would eat it. Right. But they they would do it a little bit. I know there's things I eat that other people would frown upon, but at the same time, like why why? Why? How did this thing come about? And who still eats it? Like who brings that to Thanksgiving? It's like here I I've brought, never seen anybody. They're texting in a group message like, "Hey, what do you want to eat? What do you want to eat?" I honestly I don't remember seeing anybody bring that. It was just something that maybe the person <laughs> that was hosting that party that just had a package of it from the store and they dumped it into a bowl. It just magically appeared. Yeah, it, but you, but nobody brought it. I mean, maybe maybe the the like I said, maybe the host just had a package uh-huh. of it from the store and just dumped it into uh-huh. a bowl. And I'm gonna provide this for people that. I do think it's an older recipe. Like, Probably. I don't believe younger generations make this anymore. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, I, like I said, could be wrong, but I don't, right. I, I don't remember ever seeing in all the different holiday parties I've been to, even like college friends. Like when I was in college, I'd go to their families, parties and mm-hmm. stuff. I don't remember ever seeing mm-hmm. somebody bring a bowl of that okay well if you were that person we'd love to hear from you if you make the carrot and raisin salad also if it's called something else let us know but if you're that person we we're fascinated we'd love to talk to you yeah that in how because i've seen a lot of that i mean some people put a little bit on their plate i've never seen anybody just like have an actual portion like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, you know, scraping it onto the plate. Like, oh, man, I love this stuff. Oh, this Can't stuff. believe nobody's touching yeah, this. This is I, amazing. When, when, I, when I mean a, an actual portion, I mean, like in in the, the compartmentalized <laughs> paper plates or styrofoam plates, you know, they have the little the section of you will have this much a full of, section. Yes. I've never seen anybody. I've had them seen them do like maybe mm-hmm. a half to a quarter section. Uh huh. But never. Those plates always bothered me because it never failed that you don't have enough sections for everything. Oh, especially that's for out. Thanksgiving, you have yeah. all the different types of foods. Because yeah. then you'll typically have two or three different types of dressings of people people bringing oh, dressing right. or something. But it's all it's made in a different way, right? And right. so yeah, there's no 
Yeah. So you you always ended up like at least sharing a section and then you had to figure out, okay, what foods are going to share a section? So, you know, it's okay that they touch. Quick question. What type? And I, hold I, on, hold on. Is this question number two? Yes, it is. Um, we'll call this question number two. Um, are you a dressing person? Like not dressing. I'm sorry. Gravy person on Turkey. No, I am a cranberry sauce on Turkey. Really? I don't eat a ton of Turkey first of all, but no, I don't like gravy. I could eat a ton of Turkey. Really? I, I don't, I actually like dark meat Turkey. I don't really? like the light meat, not just not on Thanksgiving, but if it is a light meat, I absolutely have to put the cranberry sauce on top of the turkey. Yeah, really? no gravy. I'm not a big fan of gravy. I think it's because maybe I'm a southerner and I like white gravy and you can't put white gravy on turkey. Well, you could. I mean, you could. But yeah. yeah. I, but no, cranberry sauce. Cranberry sauce is my gravy. I don't think I've ever done cranberry sauce, really. Have you? Oh, you, this year you need to try it on your turkey. The cran log canned. Well, either one. I mean, I think the cran the can jelly ca- shaped can of cranberry sauce. Yeah. I think that's a tradition just to have that around. I do prefer the taste of real homemade cranberry sauce. You know what? I've never tried it. I've never done it, and it's not been an intentional. Sure. Just never. I've just never. Meh. Yeah. It's kind of like the carrot raisin carrot salad, whatever they call well, it. That just looks awful. I yeah, mean, I'm just like. Nah, I'm good. Yeah. I can do without it. Are you a gravy person? Like brown gravy giblets? Giblet gravy? I'm not a giblet person, but I may put a little bit on it. Like mm-hmm. if like if it looks a little dry or could possibly be like the meat is a little dry, maybe. Yeah. I'll put a little bit, but I mean, not, not, not a lot. Yeah. I mean, I'm the same thing with barbecue sauce. Most sauces, I just, I may put a little bit, mm-hmm. in, but I'm not going to do a lot. Right. Fair so, enough. So I had that was my three questions. That was only two, but it's okay. But we had a good discussion. You could so. just throw out one more random question on the fly. Boom. Anything. On the fly. Anything. Waterfold. <laughs> hey man, you you opened it up. So let I me fold. go ahead and I fold. I'm just saying. Okay, it, stop. It, oh my gosh. <laughs> stop. <laughs> Well, With, you asked. You, no, you you literally asked. I know. You I asked. literally asked a question, but you well, you told me, well, just throw some out on the fly. I'm like, okay. okay, I'll throw some out on the fly. First thing popped in my head. Bam. Toilet. You're right. You're right. Toilet. You're right. Just keep in mind, I did radio for years, and a lot of my bits revolved <laughs> around toilet. This is not, true. Not necessarily toilet humor, but like toilet trivia stuff. So, hey. Yeah. Toilet on the brain, man. Yeah. No, that's fine. We could use some of your sponsors, by the way. Maybe we can start introducing them in future podcasts. Yeah, if you want to. Okay. So, uh, uh, here is... Probably figure out a few of them. Here is... Uh, my first question is, what was your favorite holiday tradition as a child that you don't get to do anymore? As a child? Yeah. That you don't... Well, you don't do anymore holidays not not the high holiday of halloween but thanksgiving or any kind of holiday you want any holiday tradition honestly and this is kind of sad um when i was growing up up until about sixth grade Mm -hmm. um we would have a thing like on like on thanksgiving we may, I had, I had family at, up in Fort Worth. We may go up there mm-hmm. for Fort Worth. Uh, we may not. If we didn't, we'd go over to my mom's brother's house and 
and it'd just be like a big get together and just kind of whatever. It was kind of cool. Um, either one, it, it was okay. There was nobody my age. So there was like either go talk about sports and politics, which I had no interest in or knowledge of mm-hmm. or whatever, but, and then, or sit around the fire while the old men are smoking cigars and talking politics and that old boy, man, can you believe that? You know, and all that stuff, um, which was boring to me at that time. Or, and then around Christmas, Christmas Eve, we'd usually have like a big get together at our house. Mm-hmm. Uh, aunts, uncles, cousins, grandparents, family, friends, you name it. It might be 30 people, 30 plus people show up to our house on Christmas Eve. And then Christmas Day, um, we would pack up and go up to Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. Go up to Fort Worth because we're in Houston. And so we would drive to Fort Worth on Christmas Day and have Christmas up there. Okay. Um, that was my favorite thing because it was just a revolving around those parties. It was fun. So, like, just being around a lot of family, extended family, like. Yeah, or just family friends that we ha- maybe haven't seen in a mm-hmm. while. Because, um, I mean, we'd have, I mean, friends that my aunts and uncles grew mm-hmm. up with and they hadn't, I hadn't seen them in years mm-hmm. or. Or, you know, they haven't. I mean, it was just kind of a general open. Come on, just let us know we're coming so we can make sure we have food for sure, you. Sure, sure. And it wasn't, it wasn't a, it was every, it was always open. Do you think that given this year, do you think that people will miss that? Do you think most people are going to say, screw it, we don't care, like we're going to get together with our family? I honestly don't know. Mm-hmm. Um because if my family's okay with this, like, obviously, we're not forcing anybody to be somewhere where they don't want to be. Yeah. But at some point, we, you know, I, this is totally not a political anything, but it's just at some point, we just have to say, I, I got to be around people for my own mental health. I just need to be around the people I love. Yeah, I, I honestly don't know. It's kind of yeah. hard. I mean, I think it will be a mixture. Mm-hmm. I think there will still be some people that are like, screw this. I'm going about my life. Yeah. Um, and then there'll be some people that, I mean, whether they are need to mm-hmm. uh, restrict um, interaction with people, uh, maybe they need to because they have some sort of health issue. Right. Um, whereas in other normal years, it wouldn't necessarily be as much of a, of a, of a caution, I guess. Sure. Or there wouldn't be much of a caution. Sure. I don't know because I mean I know I've I know of some people that um, they may have some some minor interaction with some close family but that's mm-hmm. it but I mean but they literally have a condition that yeah. they need to restrict that yeah um, but I know some people that are just like screw this man yeah I remember uh, a few years ago when our youngest daughter was what around like. J- I can't remember if she was just a few months old. She was little. Like, she was at the age where it says, you know, on the acetaminophen, it says, ask a doctor or Mm. or something like that. Like, she was that young. And she was sick right before Thanksgiving. We had plans to drive up to my mom's in North Texas. Mm. And I remember we were wearing like masks we like tied bandanas around our face or something like in the car and she was still sick when we got up there and then i got sick while we were there right so just to make like try to prevent us from being sick in such close quarters um but you know you already made these plans so anyway yeah because you both you both you and evie were both sick sure and then, um, and I wasn't, and I was sterilizing the crap out of everything. Right. And then all of a sudden, then I get sick when right. y'all are cutting better and I get, that was horrible. 
Okay. Sucked. Question number that two. Sucked. Okay. Question number two. If you could eliminate one holiday, what would it be? Like it just it did not exist ever. That's a tough one because, and I'll tell you this, mm-hmm. because most holidays other than than Halloween, I didn't give a crap about mm-hmm. until we had kids. Um, okay. So most holidays, I'm like, meh. Um, I mean, I have a thing, like every Valentine's Day, I get y'all a flower and I've kept you know, all that stuff. I right. get y'all. I'd almost say maybe, I, I mean, I enjoy getting y'all I mean, I really do enjoy getting all the the flour and mm-hmm. stuff. Maybe that one. Valentine's Day? Yeah, maybe that one. Because, you know, you can just buy flowers at any other random day of yeah, the year, can. too. Yeah, you can. just make it like a yearly thing that that's what you do. Like you on could, the birthdays or on Father's Day or... I'll buy them flowers on Father's Day. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I'll go do stuff for them. Yeah, when they're supposed to be doing stuff for me. It's just a thought. Yeah, what do we do for, uh, yeah, no, y'all have been really good about doing stuff for Father's Day. And I I really appreciate it. I would agree with you on Valentine's Day, though. I mean, I I don't think, if it it were just not a thing, I think our society would be completely fine. Yeah, they'd be fine. I mean, quite frankly, that's probably it with every single holiday. Like, if we didn't have the actual holiday, it wouldn't change our lives in any way if it didn't exist. Yeah. We would still find other ways to celebrate the same things yeah. at some point in the year, even if it wasn't in a large orchestrated fashion. Yeah. Yeah. And I think people, a lot of, I mean, we've had this discussion before mm-hmm. about Valentine's and how it's just kind of, it's not, I don't know, it's just become a commercialized thing where it's not really a. Yeah. Anyway. But Valentine's yeah. is the worst. No, we can all agree Valentine's is yeah. the worst. Yeah, good luck trying to find a restaurant that can seat you. Um, yeah, and all this fabricated store-bought romance. And, yeah. anyway. that, I want to open up a store now that just sells fabricated store-bought romance. Fabricated store-bought romance. And at least we'll call it like it Incorporated. is. Incorporated. <laughs> Okay, question number three. If you could have three famous people over for Thanksgiving, dead or alive, well, I mean, past or present, I should say, not like they're dead and they're in your living room. Mm, Okay. That would be weird. If you could have three zombies, no, if you could have three famous people over for Thanksgiving, who would you choose? That's a good one. That really is a good question. I told him earlier, I was like, look, I'm going to throw a question at you and you're going to need to think about it a long time. Well, okay. Well, first off, I mean, this one, I mean, it's just kind of one of those, those things. It was like, I would like to have, I mean, I know Jesus is in my heart and all, but I'd like Uh to have him there because I'd like to kind of just ask questions. Okay. Um, so he would definitely be one of them. Jesus. Jesus would definitely be one of them. Making our guest list right now. Making my guest list. I mean, I can come up with a whole bunch okay no you only get three that's all we have room for you don't want to put jesus at the kid table no yeah we don't we want to make sure he's seated somewhere nice um or you know he'd probably enjoy the kid table he probably probably fine he'd probably be totally cool with that probably enjoy that more than the adults i'm sure he would um but no jesus would be one okay um another one honestly um, 
would actually be Donald Trump. And this is not really, um, I mean, it's not a political thing. It's just, I have questions and like, I want to have, I have questions about the reality about a lot of some of this stuff. And then just kind yeah. of some of the stuff that they're not talking about. Those are the questions. And, and, and that, honestly, and if it was another, another president or current president, mm-hmm. it would probably be one of them as well. Right. Um, just because I would, I've just, it's like level with me, bro. Yeah. Like, tell me what's really going yeah, on. Yeah. 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 Come on. Come yeah. on, dude. I yeah. mean, granted, I know I can't tell you know, other people. I'm cool. I'm cool with that. Probably, well, kind of, maybe cool with that. I don't know. But I would want to have, and then just because Donald Trump is the current one, I would like to have that. And then all the, you know, what all the stuff that's going around about him. Um, I'd like to just kind of sit down with him one on one without like a whole sure press nastiness. Okay. We, we don't have room for them. Nope. Um, so we got Jesus, Donald. Um, a third one. It, it's no fair. You get that. You ask me this question. I'm just like, you chose to come up with one question, then had one, another one as you, as we spoke. And so you have equal opportunity of question well, development whatever. on this podcast. Your mom has equal opportunity for questions. You know what? I bet my mom would love to submit questions <laughs> for this podcast. She'd, she'd love to write your questions for next podcast. I'll let her do it. That's I'm totally cool with that. Um, a third person. I'll just throw this out here just because I was just thinking about it. Since we're talking about presidents, Washington, George Washington. Yeah. Okay. And just kind of because I because he had there was a lot of turmoil under mm-hmm. him or actually any of the first four to five presidents, any of them. But it just kind of because there was a lot of turmoil and a lot sure. of different things that they were they were undergoing and then stuff that they had to establish. Mm-hmm. And there was there was um, a bunch of I mean, yeah, there's just a bunch of stuff. And it's like and we're kind of undergoing some some turmoil and stuff um, that we're still going through. Right. And I would just like to see kind of maybe what was in their head at that particular point in time, not what was written in a letter or something, but like what's what's kind of kind of the nitty gritty the same thing like the same conversation i'd have with donald Mm -hmm. so jesus me donald and george we're gonna sit there we're gonna have a little powwow that'd be awesome Mm -hmm. and uh i would like that i think that'd be cool that's the only thing that's the first people i could think of right now you're like i'm not gonna lie if i were to answer this mine would not be okay what are your three right now oh gosh okay uh martin freeman (sighs) (laughs) the actor the actor martin freeman Oh, yeah, he's... Martin Freeman, Morgan Freeman, <laughs> just for fun, and... Because you need somebody to narrate this dinner. Yeah, and I, I would say Amelia Earhart. How'd you really die? That yeah. That type of thing? Yeah, that would be really cool. That would and be interesting. And I think that both Martin Freeman and Morgan Freeman would also be interested in having Amelia Earhart at, oh God, yeah, at dinner would. as well. Like, I feel like that yeah, would they, be a really good crew. Absolutely. They absolutely would. Yeah. They'd just be, they'd be like, don't, don't, don't ask, ask her right. questions. Don't right. ask me anything. Right. Well, I, I would Martin, open. Martin Freeman's a good one. I, I, I really wouldn't have thought of him. He's, he would be really good. He's, he's a very talented actor, mm-hmm. plays a multitude of different types of roles. Mm-hmm. He would be really, he'd be really interesting. And, and I'm a, I'm a fan of his. Yeah. I like yeah. him when I see his name is on something. I'm like, I'll give this thing a shot. Yeah. So, uh, so there we go. I mean, out of granted, we have 
you know, if, out of the living people. I mean, I think that that invitation is open to all of them to join us for Thanksgiving if they'd like. Absolutely. I can't believe, by the way, like, I can't believe there's no, like, spoof on YouTube or anything of, like, or any late night host who have tried to host Martin Freeman and Morgan Freeman. Like, there's no kind of spoof, like, oh, we booked the wrong guy. Like, Have you looked up that? Uh, yes, I intentionally have looked this up, and I can't find anything. But, like, oh, Morgan Freeman's going to be on the show tonight, and a white guy walks out. And it's Martin Freeman. And it's Martin Freeman. That would be funny. And, like, they, the you know, like, some intern or something, like, mix it up, and they're just like, we don't even want to talk to you, dude. Like, who are, who are you? Who are you? Like, I know he's super famous now, yeah. but I feel like a lot of people don't know his name. I, a lot of people don't know Martin Freeman's name. I, I, I'd, I'd agree with that. I, I'd agree with that. Yeah. They would know his face because they've seen him in whatever movie. Right. Or and I, yeah, I totally right. agree with that. I mean, he's really talented. I like mean, he's, I dig him. Yeah. I mean, I, like even when he starts getting the nervous twitches and stuff like that, and like like some of the nervous ticks that he does in some of his some of his, but then some other parts where he's not doesn't have the nervous ticks and. Wow. You're a real student of I've, I've been Martin watching. Freeman. I, I mean, I started well paying attention uh-huh. to him when the first time I saw um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started paying attention. Then I started noticing him in all these other roles and playing all these different other characters. And then I was like, uh, yeah. okay, as I knew. Anyway. Thursdays. Couldn't never get the hang of Thursdays. Thursdays? That's a line from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh. Martin okay. Freeman said it. It's okay. Well, I I first knew him as British Jim. Oh, but see, I never Tim. watched that show. I never <laughs> yeah. watched that show. I mean, because I watched Hitchhiker's Guide mm-hmm. first, and then I saw, you know, the the British version of the of the Office. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Right. And, and I'm sure it's the same for us as Southerners, or specifically for me, since I have a little bit more of an accent that. The I have to watch the British office with subtitles on because I can't understand what Ricky Gervais is saying a lot of times. I just have to have the volume up louder than you want me to have the volume up just because like sometimes they'll say stuff um, kind of in passing. They'll say something that's a really funny line, but Mm -hmm. they but they they intentionally that they'll say it softer or lower. Mm -hmm. And and then sometimes the since I'm not used to hearing a British accent and then it would it would just have the accent on a lower line and then I'm just like I have to rewind and listen Mm -hmm. to it. Yeah. Okay. Any do we want to discuss anything else since our topic is the holidays and we've clearly gone down a rabbit hole of no, I th- the I Freeman brothers. <laughs> the Freeman brothers. Um no, I mean it's it's no, I think we've pretty much handled it all. I mean, talking Fantastic. about transitions and doing it together. Um what would what would you advise somebody to to Well, first we need to look at what the internet says in order to solve that. Okay, so let's take a look at what the internet has to say about the holidays, specifically doing holidays with in-laws, in-laws, and getting used to new new things. Okay, well, sorry. So I looked at uh, there's three different sites I've pulled up right here, um, and all of them have pretty much said. Um, the uniform thing is just to kind of have, you know, set your, set your expectations and, you know, that kind of thing. One of them I thought was interesting. It said, uh, go to bed early. 
the day before. The day before, just so you're well rested, so you're not tired and all that oh. stuff. Um, there's another one here that says set your emotional boundaries, um, to which um, there's expected minimum, minimums. You know, set um, yeah, basically set up set your emotional boundaries, and then and then while you're doing that, this other site, um, Mom Life. Or Do you frequent that website often? Every day. No, I don't. Uh, mom.com, it says to buddy up, have a buddy system. So so it's basically that, so your buddy knows when you're at the end of your emotional control or whatever, you're about to go off or you you just need like a, you know, a timeout or uh-huh. a tap out or something that, you know, just to have this buddy system. So you have like a secret word, you know, zebras. A you safe know, word. Yeah, some zebras. I'm taking notes. Yeah. But, you know, just to have that, just so you know that the other person is, they need a break uh, mm-hmm. for whatever reason. That and just kind of, they need a break. You know, set your time limits as mm-hmm. well. That's another thing. It's like, don't, don't, don't stay yeah. there. Because if the other person's about to be at their, uh-huh. at the end, if the other person is at the end of their, your, their rope, I'm sorry. Yeah. Then everything's about to be miserable. I want to add that if there is somebody at your house and they say they need to leave to go get something, just go let them leave. Like most likely they just need to get out of the house Mm -hmm. because there's so much going on or someone or something has just pushed them to their limit and they just need a breather. Don't be like, oh, we'll go with you. Do you need help? Oh, no, we've got lots of that. You don't need to go get that. No, just let them leave. Like, just let them leave for yeah, a little bit. step out. Ah, you know, don't don't force them to come up with more excuses to, to insist yeah. that they have to go get paprika from the store or whatever the case may be. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I mean, that's, that's mostly, that's the general, what all of them have just kind yeah. of said. I mean, there's other little things like... Uh, I like having the buddy system, yeah. by the way. And I think you and I do that quite frequently in other social settings. And uh, it's just helpful. It, it's helpful to have a, a, a code word of, especially if you need to help get somebody out of a conversation, mm-hmm. like have a plan. And so for ours is, I'll come to you and say, hey, your mom called and she, you need to give her a call back real quick. And if you want to get out of the conversation, you'll say, oh, sorry, excuse me. I need to go call her back real quick. And if you don't, you're like, no worries. I'll call her back course, whenever I can. Of course, some people would be like, um, oh, how is your mother? So maybe we need, should I say, hey, Donald Trump called and you need to call him back? Immediately. Immediately. Stat. And then if I'm like, I'll call him back in a, in a little bit, then that means, okay, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm cool. Yeah, that'd, be, that'd, be, that'd be kind of funny. Donald Trump needs you to call him. We could just be like, just DT. DT called. Yeah, yeah. Donnie, Donnie, Donnie called. Um, but you know, I mean, I, I'm just, I'll just go back to this. It just, okay. um, it just expect the minimum. Don't expect a lot. You know, and just warmth and don't expect warmth and general happiness when you show up. Just expect the minimum. Um, let them help. Be a reporter. Blend traditions. What does that mean? Be a reporter. Um. Keep conversations light and just and ask mm. mostly just ask questions um, just to get them talking. Right. And then, you know, about their work, childhood, holidays or hobbies. Um, anyway, just kind like, of stuff about them. Like when did you first start eating carrots with raisins? 
Was mm. it in the insane asylum or were you a uh like a a prisoner of a foreign war and that's when you started eating it? Yeah. Because this is torture. Yeah. This is torture. But yeah, no, anyway. And just set set limits, mm-hmm. lower your expectations is the big one, and just mm-hmm. kind of deflect negativity. This is one of them. Um, so if you're in law, because my mom did that unfairly to you, I will tell you this. And I'm, yeah, and it would make me mad. Face like what that. did she do? do oh. I, am I aware that she did this? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, we don't need to go down okay. the negative path. But, um, you know, but it's like if, if your in-law criticizes you, your partner, or a member of your family, just simply smile and reply with a neutral comment such such as, think so. Think so. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> I know, right? It's like, yeah, I do think so. And it's like, that's not, I don't know. That may not be a good one, but. I would think a neutral comment is like, the sky is blue. Yeah. I, I'm going to just say a random fact that has nothing to do with the conversation. And then I'm going to smile, say it, and then just walk away to leave them wondering, like, what was that supposed to mean? And when it means nothing, it's just a random statement. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. yeah. Most fence posts are made out of wood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's funny. Most of it. Anyway, but yeah, the, there's all sorts of different okay. ways. The biggest one I would say is mm-hmm. just low expectations. Sure. And chill out. Sure. And know when to when you need to tap out and mm. have a code with somebody so they know when to come in and Yeah. I think you have a game plan of specifically when you're going to leave mm-hmm. and then leave. And oftentimes it's helpful if you have something like with your own little family that you want to do after. Yeah. Like afterwards. So whether that's going shopping or going for ice cream or we're in, we're in Texas, by the way, where we get ice cream year round. Year like, round. It's you probably warm. Cause it's, cause it's still 80 degrees at Thanksgiving. It's um, cold 80. Like, go do something afterwards that, like, create your own tradition if you want to. Yeah. To, to have something to look forward to. That's a, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Create your create your own tradition. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that'll get you away. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll give you an, a good excuse to go away. And you're creating memories yeah. with your family and your kids for them to have a thing. We have a Thanksgiving tradition after the, after the meal, after the family leaves. We have a Thanksgiving tradition. That tradition is uh, our the girls and I put up a Christmas tree, discover that half the lights don't work, send Quentin to CVS to get more lights, and uh, then watch Elf as a family, and all the while look at Quentin while he rolls his eyes because he's he's the Grinch. I am the Grinch. Yeah. It's all good, though. Yeah. I'm but watching okay. Elf, watching Elf is our post thanks like our, the evening of Thanksgiving. We watch Elf. That's our. That's funny, though. I mean, it's a funny it movie. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it's officially Christmas. As soon as you eat, it's Christmas. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining us hey don't forget to click subscribe because we love our subscribers we want to make sure that you're notified whenever we have new episodes which are posted every thursday and we want to hear from you 
What are some of your Thanksgiving traditions that you love? What are the foods you love? And by the way, hey, if you weren't wanted to invite three people to Thanksgiving. Who would you invite? Who would you invite? Oh, also don't forget if you uh if you are that person who makes the carrot and raisin salad. We want to hear from you. Yes. We we Why? would we would love to know what it's like to be you. <laughs> yeah. And and why? Just why? So many questions. So many questions. Why? So I many just questions. have one. Why? <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Uh, we will see you next time on Working Togetherish. so much for listening. Working Togetherish is produced by Lauren Jackson at the Rockwell Team. The theme song is Stab at Love by The Shiny Darks. <laughs>